Do you consider yourself normal? Then this is not the show for you. Please go somewhere else. This is WYRD. If it's getting weird, it's got to be the Weird Mountain Gals show. You're listening to Byron and Alicia, the Weird Mountain Gals. a new hello. I was going to say it like my grandma. Nyella. <laughs> How you doing? I'm doing okay. I'm, uh, it's been one heck of a week. Yeah, I know. Golly bum. And I'm the, hearing the crows out there. They're saying, yeah, it's been a week. The crows are it's thrilled with the week. They love this weather. They do. They, they do. I mean, I can see them out there in the morning. And it's like a feast in the yard. They just mm. are dive bombing to get worms and stuff. Oh, yeah. It's been raining too in the yeah. afternoons. Oh my gosh, this rain has saved my life. I'm not kidding. Mm-hmm. I just can't do this heat. And the older I get, the worse I get with that. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Well, I know it. And that's I was uh, I was gonna say when you said it'd been one heck of a week, and I was like, yeah. And the heat makes it worse. It does for me. It's like I get. I get itchy this time of year. I do. I've got rashes everywhere. I've got poison ivy bites. and sugars. I'm scratching bites yeah. right now. Yeah. And I, I don't get bites as bad as a lot of people do, but golly. Well, you know, part of it is me walking around in the wrong place, but. Well, and part of it is me and my dereliction of duty because in the past, I've always gotten feeder goldfish that go in our water barrels. And they eat all the mosquito larvae. Oh, well, oh, I've oh. been afraid because you know, I'm a big old coward. I'm afraid to go out to the pet store and get little goldfish for the rain barrels. So we've got mosquito larvae, and I'm gonna have to figure out something else to do. Oh. Go get some dang fish. Go get some fish is about all you can do if they're already larvae. Yeah. I mean, there's these little spongy-looking things you can put in there, and they yeah. call them mosquito soaks. But yeah. I don't know what they are. I don't either, and the and the goldfish is so nice because you get the feeder ones and they you get a bag full of them for about five dollars, and I get a separate bag for each of the gathering barrels, and then by the end of the summer they're big old fellers. They've they've been eating good, but also they eat so good that by the end of the summer you got to feed them because there's nothing else for them mm-hmm. to eat. So that's when you offer them to someone for free. Well, I, they just stay in the rain barrel and they freeze, and then in the spring they. Thaw out and they're okay. Well, I just haven't done it a couple of years because I've been on the road. I'd never heard of that. Yeah. Well, I invented it, I think. Oh. <laughs> well, I just, you know, we got gathering barrels and then we got storage barrels, so we get all the rainwater. When you said you were hadn't bought any fish, you know, my my brain instantly went to that hole. Well, what do you put your feet in there and you let the? Have you heard of that spa treatment? No. These women pay big money, or I guess guys too, and, and they'll go to these spas and they pay to have these fish nibble their feet. Does it take off the dead skin? Does it? Yes, it does. Oh, it's just oh, I know. nasty. <laughs> why why can't they just go get in the lake and let you know let the little rams do it for them? Why not just scrub? <laughs> why, why not just? 
don't know, put some lotion on your dang feet. <laughs> just scrub your damn but, feet. You know, you know well, I don't live in the same world as a lot of other people do. Evidently, it's very trendy. It's the thing. Oh, of course it is. <laughs> well, that must be why I don't know a damn thing about it, because I'm not very trendy, as you know. When I first heard, saw it, heard, I think I saw a video about it. And it was one of these treat yourself to a koi treatment or whatever they call it. Oh, it was golly. like, what the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> and it you're, probably cost you a hundred dollars to Oh, I have no there ain't no way I would no. No, no, no. Well, I remember standing in Inca Lake, golly, back a million years ago and you could feel like the little brim. They'd be in there, mm -hmm. they'd be nibbling all over you. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and it never hurt, of course. But you know they were picking up, if there's a zit down there, or as the case mm -hmm. with most youngins then, some big old mosquito bites, you know, they're in, oh, yeah. let me just bite the scab oh, on that. Oh, Yummy. oh, 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 yuck, I never thought of that. <laughs> That's what I was still allowed in Inca Lake. That was before it became Bill Moore Lake. Oh. <laughs> and people like me, the likes of me, are no longer allowed. Allowed there, yeah, probably. <laughs> well, I learned at uh, Santitla Lake, so oh, most yeah. of that lake is deep. Oh, it's very you deep. Know. And then there's like a damn town at the bottom of Santitla. Yeah, yeah, there is now, you That's know. Crazy. And then there's that houseboat town too. And what's that? The, no, that's part of Fontana. I'm sorry. Never mind. It's Maybe a, Fontana has got a town at the bottom. It's a, well, they've all got stuff at the bottom of them before they flooded it, but Fontana's got several towns. Oh, it does. I just found that so creepy. It's like, let's just go swimming right around there and yeah, see what floats up. Yeah, that sounds like that. That wouldn't be scary at all. Would that be scary? <laughs> no, not a bit. Well, to, to go back to the aforementioned Inca Lake, my cousin, my cousin, I guess, she was like my grandmother's sister or aunt, I can't remember. Her name was Belle Ballard. And she had a farm that was part of the land they drowned and they came away. And when my daddy told her the story, oh, it was such a beautiful barn, and oh, it was this and that. And I was just tossed by and I said, and it's at the bottom of the lake. Oh my God, did they take the cows out? Because I had some kind of notion in my head that the farm still existed at the bottom of the lake. There were cows and people and chickens. I was, I was probably five or six years old, wow. you know. Crazy. Well, do you remember, oh, oh, brother, where art thou? That was yeah, I do. I, do. <laughs> I don't think it was nearly as glamorous as it was shown in the movie, but uh, no. Yeah, but well, it definitely it happened. Didn't happen that fast either. You know, in the movie, it was like a tsunami that took everything. Right. Away. Yeah. No, it was nothing like that. But they'll pull the lake water down on purpose you know for certain times of the year and i think they really only have it up in certain areas just for the tourists but i remember getting a metal detector and walking around when that when the lake would be really really low and that's where i was talking about the uh the houseboat town so it's right before you get to stikoa and yeah. uh there would be a bunch of houseboats there i'm talking 50 or so at least just what? kind of not really docked either just hanging out in this cove true did they all know each other or no clue i don't know but i know that i would go around there and i would take the metal detector on the other side of that cove and and you know scout around and see if i could find that that 10 million dollar gold doubloon or something and i never really found much i did find a watch 
Hey, that, but that's like the, the greatest intentional community. Like, we're just going to pull up in this cove in our houseboat. In our houseboats and have it. Y'all grilling tonight or what? Is it, is it ribs? Because I think we're going to make a big old pot of rice. Well, I don't know that they even still allow that, and that's the truth. I really don't know. I didn't see it last time I drove out there. I tell you, the world is different than it used to be. It is so different, but it's also a lot more the same than it ever was. For... <laughs> it's different, but also the same. That is so a lot more the words same. Words were never spoken. That's it. Well, see, so I kind of think that this forced quarantine now not that everybody is quarantining no god no some people gotta hold go have their koi treat right right they gotta have their koi <laughs> treat they gotta bring <laughs> their <laughs> they gotta have their vacations and they've gotta go oh to you know my god. and I, I realize there's a large contingency of those people but for the ones that are home you mean people that are dumber than a box of Rocks, yeah, people? yeah, dumbasses. Yeah, yeah those, you know, the whole community's just full of them. Yeah. But especially certain times of year, we said that, and the crows are like, bah, bah. "Yes, they are." The crows are agreeing. They're laughing about it. Oh my but, uh, Yeah, so you know, there's a certain time of year, and I just think they're gonna take their own themselves out. Well, it it just feels so Darwinian to me. I can't help it. But now I, I was in a conversation with a whole bunch of women that I have great respect for and love. They were all showing pictures of their crazy hair. I haven't had a haircut in six months. I haven't, and the hair looked crazy. I mean, because you and I both have long hair, yeah. so it just, if we brush it, it's pretty controllable. Yeah. But they, you know, they had some kind of hairdo, and now it was like all grown out. <laughs> it looked like they'd stuck their head in a haystack. <laughs> oh God, it was, it was horrifying. I hope they're not listening to this right now because they're gonna know exactly who they are. Oh no. But oh, it was like, here's my hair. I'm thinking about cutting me some bangs. That's a thing, isn't it? Like, quarantine what? bangs? Yeah, quarantine bangs. Yes, I, I know it's a thing. I posted a meme in my Earth Critters group. I've got this group called Alicia's Earth Critters, and it's nothing but animal memes. Oh, uh, no. Not, no politics, nothing heavy, just animal memes so that you can get away from that stuff that depresses you. But had a picture of a guinea pig with some perfect bangs. <laughs> just straight across and it called oh them quarantine God. bangs. Do guinea pigs have the kind of hair you can do that to? This one did or evidently. Or no, nah, I don't I don't who knows. God, I'm gonna tell you a guinea pig a guinea pig story. Can okay. you tell I had whiskey for lunch? Yes, yeah. you probably can. I see the whiskey bottle. <laughs> so we had guinea pigs when I was a kid and um big they they got big. You know they can yeah, get some pretty of them, big yeah. if you feed them and <laughs> Did you call them whistle pigs? No, we call them weed eaters because, because <laughs> they they make this sound like wee wee wee, <laughs> and that when they did that, me and my brother would go out and we'd pull weeds for them to eat. So we call them the weed eaters. Well, two of them, I don't know what we were thinking. Two, we had them out in the yard under a big old like a cage thing, so they could eat their own weeds in the yard. And two of them escaped and Ooh. went up into the orchard. And for about a year and a half, we could hear them up there. We'd hear, wee, wee, wee. But then after that, we didn't hear them no more. So I'm pretty sure a, a larger predator than themselves ate them. And they were delicious. Oh, I'm sure they I were. I understand guinea pigs are very delicious to eat. But they got their one season of freedom. That's right. That Just like exactly the snowman right. in July. <laughs> 
Is a season of freedom better than a lifetime in captivity? Well, Maybe. I it depends know. on who you're asking. I, I guess so. Golly, you just never know what's going to come out of my mouth. That was a good one, though. Oh, I, I miss it. What, then, whistle pigs? I do. I kind of miss them. My friend Miranda's got them. So should we ask anybody to get them for no, you for your birthday? No, I can't. Get, I can't have no pets. I'll be back on the road before you know it. Okay. Maybe, maybe I'll be maybe. back on the road. I'm hoping you will be. I, well, it I makes just, you happy. I just agreed to do a thing in March of next year, and that's going to be virtual. Well, so everything got canceled. Well, I'm waiting on one last thing that's in November that hasn't been canceled yet, but it's in Florida, so you oh, can bet it's well, going to Yeah. Most likely. Yeah, I don't know. I've got a big full schedule for next year of all these people that didn't do their thing this year, and they've asked me to to do it. So I could have a busy year, but I'm telling you, we are not handling this pandemic well in this country. No, we're not. We're not doing our best job. We are not living our best life. We're not doing our best job at all. We've got so many things dividing us right now. And we managed to turn something like mask wearing and gloves and what I would call common courtesy, decency, and sense mm-hmm. into a political issue. You know, and that thing, so, common sense, I don't know why we call it that because it doesn't seem to be very common. Not anymore. No. No. So maybe what we should call it is practical or survival skill at this point. No <laughs> You know. Oh, Lord. We're living in, in fortune cookie times. You oh, know. say more about that. I like that phrase. Fortune cookie times? Well, you've seen the fortune out there. Maybe you haven't. The, the one that says, may you live in interesting times. Oh, yeah, that's really a curse. Right. We're living in fortune cookie times because it's very interesting from from a neurological standpoint or a scientific one or whatever, whatever. It's very interesting times, but I'm not exactly thrilled to be here living this right now. I'm thrilled to be living. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know. Yeah, grateful. Grateful, yeah. Yeah, it's, um, it's, it is interesting times. It's hard times. But I have, I've realized things about myself and other people that I never would have done if I'd been running the road mm-hmm. like I have been for the past few oh, years. Oh, yeah. So I'm grateful for that. There's a big mess, uh, may still be a mess going on, I don't know, over on TikTok. And I'm, I'm way too old for TikTok. I've got sweet youngins that do it, and they tell me what's going on. But evidently, there's a bunch of witches on TikTok oh. who are who are going to hex the moon, and they're going to hex the fae and do all this other stuff. And, oh, the community was just, oh, how dare they do that, blah, uh. blah. And I just kept thinking, do you not remember the stuff we did? Do you remember not remember the nights with the Ouija board? When we were trying to call back George Washington to ask him about his wooden teeth. Do you not remember we did all that crazy foolishness? Even as and, children. And we all do and we all did and that's how we grow. I guess. And I don't know that it has any power. I don't know that it doesn't. No. I'm not saying one way well, or another. It, but What it made me realize that I probably, I guess, knew somewhere in the back of my mind is that the only way you learn magic, the kind of magic I practice, is by practicing it. You have to do it. It's trial and error. Mm-hmm. And you got to do it wrong and get smacked upside the head or sad or whatever. And that's how you learn it. It's the only way you can learn it, I think. Mm, let me think about trial that. And error. Before I, before, I think before trial and error is an essential part of it. Mm-hmm. But for me, anyway, I like the learning process of I like the the interesting part of it 
it's not just the doing of it. The doing of it feels like the the orgasm at the end of the good sex, maybe. You know what I'm saying? It's like, or but the leading up in the middle of in the middle of it. Okay. And then another one a little bit later. Yeah. On. And then another <laughs> one. Oh no! I can't believe we're talking about this on our oh again. Stop it. <laughs> Mercy. <laughs> but no, I mean it's kind of like the culmination of it. But I do like the practice part. Oh, I like too. the research. I like I like the idea and the inspiration. Yeah. Now, I don't all, you know, we don't all do the same kind of work. No, That's we what I'm trying not. trying to figure out how to say that. Um but I've noticed that I the kind that I do, if there's an actual real emotion attached to it then it's more it, it has a better efficacy it's going to be more powerful it's going to work better if there's a real emotion so that's why when somebody comes to me and they say i need a love spell i tell them well okay then go make the love spell i can't do it for them because i don't have a vested interest and there's not any big emotional attachment that i have to whatever their situation is that they're telling me about. And so it's like, well, it, you know, here I can hand you something that's, you know, but I'd rather have them do the research, buy the supplies themselves, and do it themselves, wouldn't you? Oh, always, always. Yeah. I mean, I have been a hired gun on several occasions. I know you have. Uh, but the, my preference always is that people do their own work. <laughs> but the thing is, people are lazy. <laughs> They don't want to do their work. They don't want to do the research. They don't want to do the trial and error. They want somebody to hand it to them on a silver plate and then pat their little hand when it doesn't work because they haven't made a commitment and set a good intention. Then maybe they're not actually practitioners then. What? <laughs> what? what? Y'all can't see me right now, but I'm waving my pigtails <laughs> in the air. What? If that's what she does because she doesn't have any pearls to clutch. That's right. That's <laughs> I wave them. I'm like Pippi Longstocking in a do-rag. <gasps> Pippi in a do-rag. I played her. <laughs> I played her in in school well, in one of the things. you got the hair to do it. I did. You so what kind of, like a... A coat hanger. A coat hanger to make your hair yeah. curl up like that? The, the pigtails and then coat hanger right in it. It actually set over my head. Oh, like a, an like, arrow through the head. Yep. Like Steve Martin. Yep. So, <laughs> I and I would do it again. I, I would do it again. I love Pippi Longstocking. She was one of my favorites. She's, I like her too. And I, along with... Well, I, she was one of my only female role models in that type of fiction because oh, yeah. I read a lot yeah. and it was mostly you know and I like Nancy Drew but she wasn't a real character to me no you know but no, Pippi was there was a character called I think her name was Linda and she lived in the southwest and of course what I remember is her horse she had a palomino horse called Chica Doro oh and she called her Chica, I, I guess. Chica Doro. Um, and she had this golden horse, and she would have adventures, and you know, she had a best friend that did this, and you know, that kind of standard format. But yeah, I liked her. And I think there was one called Ramona. Oh, Ramona, yeah. <laughs> I, I barely remember that one, Ramona. But other than that, you know, I can't think of a lot of female strong characters. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I could not stand the women of Little Women. No, I, I despised that story, 
And they recently did a new adaptation of it for the for the TV. Was it as bad as? No, it was just. I thought, who cares? I just don't care about it. Yeah. I don't. It's kind of the problem I have, and I'm I'm sorry. I'm about to say something heretical. It's also the problem that I have with some Jane Austen. Oh, really? I like the characters. I think they're finely drawn, and um, and the writing I think is very good. But I don't care about them. I don't care whether they find a husband. Yeah. I just don't care. That's exactly where I, I guess I was a feminist back then and didn't know it. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I know that's a, one of those words that you shouldn't say anymore. But what, whatever. feminist? Yeah. Oh, I'm a big old knee-jerk feminist. Are you a knee-jerk oh, yeah. feminist? This recent mess that is happening uh, <clears throat> with the, an older uh, congressperson referring to a male congressperson referring to a younger female congressperson with a very derogatory phrase. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that flew all over me. It was like, how dare he? Who the hell does he think he is? I believe he was put in his place pretty succinctly. I believe he was. <laughs> he, he would do well to resign over that, I think. But that's true. He, he's not going to resign. No, he wasn't even sorry. Because he's not even sorry. No. He's just sorry he got caught. What he said was, I apologize for my use of words, but right. not for my passion. Well, he, he's really sorry that somebody heard him say that. That's, that's what exactly really what he's sorry about. Yeah. I'm just done with that. If you're not sorry, don't be sorry. And if you want to call somebody that, I'd love somebody walk up and call me that. Because they'd be clutching right between their legs. <laughs> Praying for their damn mama to come and help. They wouldn't be clutching because they'd be out cold. They wouldn't know to clutch. Yeah, I know, I know. I just don't know why people think they can get away with treating women bad. Because? Well, they get away because we're not dangerous. That's why. Because we don't. So we don't kick them in in the jollies. And we don't punch them in the face. We just go... Hmm. And we just pretend we didn't hear it, and we just walk away, and we stew, and we feel bad, we worry about our daughters. But I tell you what, if somebody calls you something like that, and you turn around and deck them, yeah, you'd probably go to jail, no question. But golly, imagine how good that would feel. Oh, yeah. My, ne- my nipples are steaming up right now just thinking just about thinking how that would Lordy, I know it's the dog days. We are in dog days right now, and I just run crazy like a mad dog. Well, see, now your teeth are on edge a little bit. They are. And part of it is because it's hotter than 40 hells. Yes. Part of it right is because you're yes. busier than the one on paper hanger. I am. You know, and part of it is because you're sweating like a prostitute in church. Oh, I love that. I love and that. part of it is because I can't think of anything else. <laughs> part of it could be that you've had whiskey for lunch. <laughs> it's kind of how I roll here at Sunslice, too. I always have a shot of whiskey when I'm mixing you ladies. Sometimes one, two, three. Sometimes I just forget how many I've had. No, but yeah, no, I get it. No, I've got neighbors that are moving some big plants and... um we were talking about it last night, and I said, no, don't do them now. No, because it is it's too dry. Now, it's not dry today, and it wasn't dry yesterday, but it has been dry. It has been hotter than regions we do not want to refer to. <laughs> and it's just not a time to move things around. It's not a time to plant anything. Once Sirius starts rising, then you just need to, you need to evaluate gardens, and you need to evaluate your life. Mm-hmm. and evaluate how you care about things and about people. Mm-hmm. 
And you need to turn inward a little bit. And get ready for the time of dying. The season is coming. All right, we are in the time of long dying right now. Yeah. Uh, of long soon, dying. Yeah, as soon as the soon as the uh, summer solstice happen, then the year starts to die. I've never heard it called long dying. The long dying. Yeah, I knew we were in the time dying. of dying, but yeah. I've never heard it called that. The time of long dying, because it takes a long time. And it's the hottest part of the year. So it's hard for us to realize that things are fading, mm-hmm. but they are. I mean, the harvest the harvest is about setting the seed in time oh, to get yeah. us ready for next year's planting. Absolutely. I, I did that last night. I got out. I use those little styrofoam trays that meat comes in. I wash them good, and that's what I dry my seed on. Really? So I started drying seed. I've got my pea seed drying. Three kinds of beans are drying. Good for you. I've got some squash drying. I, I save a lot of seed every year. It just it saves you a little bit of money. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's the smartest thing you can do. I've got carrot seed coming up. I've got carrots in the garden that have gone to seed. And onion seed. I like to grow both of those from seed. From seed? Uh-huh. Onions from seed. Once I figured out how to do that, I felt like I, <laughs> I, felt like I owned the world. Because <laughs> I can never find onions. That's when I'm ready to plant. I'm home southern state saying, y'all got onions, thank you. No, man, I don't know where we're going to get those in. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Well, I'm drying things. I'll dry those chanterelles, mm. which you want. And, the, the, you know, the cherries have been long over. But I'm, I'm eagerly looking forward to apples this year. I'm hoping. I think peaches are good right now. Peaches. It's, uh, yeah. I, it's hard for me to get out is the thing. Yeah. And yeah. so it's hard for me to find good fruit. But I'm still, I'm still always open to... You know, I tell you, those strawberries we got this year, they're oh, good. That makes some of the best they, strawberry jam I've ever made. They never made it to the dehydrator, did I tell you that? <laughs> you I took mom. some to mom, and I just ended up eating oh, them. Good. I put so them good. in with spinach and just had, oh. like, spinach salad yep. every day for a while. Yeah. It was real good. Well, these peaches, and I got them at a local grocery store. I didn't go to the farmer's market, and I didn't go to South Carolina because, hello. Um, yeah. But I'm going to go back to the grocery store tomorrow and get some more. They were 69 cents a pound. Really? And uh, they were freestone peaches. The white ones or the uh, yellow ones? No, just standard, what are they called, Alberta yeah. peaches, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so sweet, perfectly oh, ripe. I love and them. And I'm going to do a run tomorrow, I think. If this weather holds, that'd be really nice. A mm. run of uh, peach preserves. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, ma'am. Do you do freezer preserves with peaches? No, I you use can the freezer them? for other stuff. Yeah, I just can them. I put them in a hot water bath. I'll tell you, the kitchen would just, it was going like crazy this time of year, mm-hmm. back in the day when my family kitchen, anyway, yeah. that I'm thinking yeah. of. And the women would, we would go, and of course, not everything was ready to be harvested, but no. this was a time of year you could just eat out of the garden every day oh yeah oh absolutely oh yeah and we would this was washing green beans squash green beans and radishes and onions and you know all of it and i know that this would be the one time of the year that the men folk would eat the occasional plate with no meat on it just vegetables yeah because there were so many vegetables they were so good and the green beans always had a piece of pork on them, though, so they got a little well, flavor yeah. of meat. Well, I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. but... I tell you, I planted gre- greasy cut shorts again this year, this one variety that I've been planting, and I'm telling you, that is the best bean in the world. Oh, I know. I just love them, and what a big yield. I go out there every day, and I've got a short row. That My row isn't as long as this table. 
Really? What is that table? Eight feet, maybe? So I think it's six feet. Yeah, yeah. My, that row of beans is not any longer than this table, and I harvest a colander of beans a day. Wow. That. Oh, that's yeah. amazing. No, that's big year. Ooh, I want to do that next year. Oh. I love, love, love oh, them. I, I do. love it. I grow those, and then there's a skinny little French bean called a haricot, <laughs> and I grow those because, they, you know, you pick them really young and, and thin, and they have a black seed, shiny oh, well. black. This one is called Black Valentine. Oh, so good, but not as good a yield. Mm. And you know, old fashioned Blue Lake, they have a yes, good yield. Yes, yeah. but you know, there's nothing like cut shorts. Oh, I know. They're they, the ones. They're the meatiest. Now, do you do leather bridges? I, I don't, and I have never have had leather bridges that I thought tasted very good. Uh, maybe my family just wasn't very good at it. Of course, I'm looking at we got leather britches in two different places. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> so I, I don't really do that. I freeze them. That's what I've been doing so far. And, you know, the trick is you just blanch them a little bit and put them on a, a cookie sheet and put that in the freezer till they're frozen solid, and then you throw them in a bag. Yep, yep. And I throw them in individual bags and put the individual bags in a big bag. So you just pull out one little bag at a time. Oh, a what a good idea. Yeah, that makes what it easier. Idea. That way you're not digging around in the bottom of the freezer, which I always am, and going, oh, look. Well, look, here's some broccoli from 2015. <laughs> Reckon that's any good to eat? Well, <laughs> now, you never know. That broccoli might be. Do you have any broccoli or cauliflower or you anything know, like that? I, I did cauliflower this year, and some of it's frozen. But we, we eat it up. I need to grow more of it, so I've got some to go in the freezer. Mm. Eggplant? Uh, no, I stopped growing eggplant years ago. I can never get it in early enough to get much of a yield to make yeah. it worth it. We got squash coming in like gangbusters. I've got two different kinds of squash, just plain yellow crookneck squash. And then it was a surprise squash that came up in the compost that has turned out to be spaghetti squash. Oh, so I've got that my. coming in. I've got cucumbers coming in. Uh, I've still got uh, turnip greens that I've been harvesting. Everything here is late. Onions. Yeah, well. It went in late. Yeah, yeah. I didn't put anything in until And I usually put May something in real early. Yeah. And this year, I'm already thinking about my fall garden and my overwinter garden. So yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be getting on that. I'm going to do some rows, uh, row cover rows with little hoops on them. And what I'm are those? Grow, I've never well, heard of those. You, you just cover them up, and then you can grow. Greens are great spinach chard kale all that stuff you can grow it almost in the winter time. yeah yeah i used to plant what was it i think it was kale as uh -huh. a decorative plant oh yeah outside great. the hotel there mm -hmm. they have like purple and green kale and stuff in it oh, yeah, and then and i never thought that you could eat it and then for, <laughs> and then mcguffey's restaurant came along and they were the first ones in the area that started putting, uh, was it kale, I think it was kale and, or parsley or something on the side of the plate. Yeah, kale. and people. It was kale. It. Right. And I'd look at it and I'd think, well, that's interesting looking, you know. And I never even thought to eat it even yeah. then. Yeah. And it wasn't until recently that I realized that, hey, you know, kale is not bad. That's not bad. It's very green. Yeah. I still love collards best though. Collards? I love me some collards. Oh, I got Brussels sprouts coming up too. They're not coming up. I mean, they're almost ready to harvest. And I've nursed them through. You know, the insects love them. you got to get them in really early, yeah. and I didn't. Yeah. So I've just been keeping an eye on them. I'm a spinach girl. I've always oh, liked I spinach. I love it. 
I love yeah. spinach, no matter what age it is. But also, I like greens. I'm a mustard green. I love any kind of green, any kind of green at all. So let me ask you, is this a southern thing? Spinach, I like it. I prefer it raw, okay? But I can eat it. I can eat it cooked. Do you, have you ever heard or seen anybody who would eat spinach, just cook the hell out of the spinach, and then they'd put a boiled egg on it, and then they would douse the boiled egg with vinegar? No, that doesn't sound like a southern thing to me. I have all, everybody, you know, they would actually have little cruets of vinegar on the tables. Really? At the, some of the restaurants, like at Laura Phillips' restaurant in Robbinsville. Uh-huh. And because oh, they would serve greens, and no matter what kind of green, but it's, they would have vinegar and a boiled egg chopped yeah. up or crumbled I, up well, on it. Well, yeah, vinegar and greens, a lot of people do that. Uh, I, know, I like I like, like bacon or, you know, like wilted, like kilt mm-hmm, lettuce. Mm-hmm, kilt I lettuce. Like to do the same thing with spinach, is to pour hot bacon grease on it. I've heard it called pot liquor. Mm. Collards called pot liquor. I believe it's collards that are called that. Yeah. Where they and you know they cook them in the big giant pot. And they oh, just yeah. cook it and cook it and cook it and cook it and cook it, and it would get a, a smell to it. I guess I don't know. Yeah. Oh, I love collards. Mm. Oh my gosh, I love them so much. With cornbread. To, co- collards are hard to grow because of insects too. Because collards love them because they're so sweet. Yeah. I mean yeah. insects love them because they're so sweet. Yeah, and um, I love me some collards. Oh, and I tell you, when I cook collards up. I always pour off that pot liquor, that beautiful green mm-hmm. water, and I just drink it in a glass. Do you? I do. I was going to say, do. you can water your plants with that. Oh, no, I water my plants <laughs> You water that. yourself with that. Oh, that actually sounds good. Oh, it is good. It's just sweet and green. And, oh, so good. I would put them, I would take cornbread. And see, I'm that girl who puts stuff on cornbread. Me too. And I would put them right on top of cornbread and just eat it that oh, way. Yes. And just let it all absorb yes. down in there. But but now that we're saying it, my all-time favorite meal ever is pinto beans and cornbread and onions mm-hmm. or a radish. Mm-hmm. And so what did you say yours was? I think I've asked you this, haven't I? Or okay. have I? My favorite meal? Gosh, I don't even know. Because, you know, as we were saying earlier, I'm a good eater. <laughs> I like a lot of different kinds of meals. But I love that. I love cornbread, pinto beans. Greens, put some greens on there, some fat bath on the on the greens maybe. God yes. Um, but now I'm thinking I want to go home because it's so cool and make some cornbread. I would love some corn. I may have to make some cornbread. Gosh, corn fritters. I've never been a fritter person because my family always made cornbread in a cast iron skillet. Yeah. And so I literally thought that was the only way you could do it. I know those (laughs) those little cast iron mold things that look like a piece of corn yeah they look like a piece of corn i saw those but those were for the fancy houses i guess i don't know but i remember the first time somebody served me cornbread and it was square and i was like well how do you make square cornbread (laughs) what what the hell is this supposed to be and then i realized that there were people who just baked them in square baking dishes yes it doesn't have to be a round cast iron pan but it just seems so it seems so exotic like Square. I know. Mm. And I think it had a little bit of pat of that fancy butter that was maybe shaped like a rose. Oh, my. On the top, and I was like, oh, well, who knows what this could be. Delicious. You just brought another memory to me when you said that. (laughs) (laughs) I remember, excuse me, I remember 
churning butter one day. And this is the truth. And I think, I know she didn't do it that way all the time. I think she was just doing it to show me how to do it, uh-huh. to teach me how. But I remember churning butter with an actual churn, and she would put it in like this little mold oh, yeah. and kind of press it in there. Yes. And it had it had a flower on the top of it, just like you were describing. Oh. Oh. So there'd be like a little rose, a little flower on the top of the butter. We used to have, not our, my family, but some place where I was, some cousin probably, had one of those that had an acorn on the top. So you know what I'm talking about oh, then? Yeah, okay. Buttercress. Absolutely. Oh, that's it. Yes, yes that's exactly what it is. I forgot the name oh, of I've it. I've churned many and many a thing <laughs> of butter. I, I call that pat of butter. I haven't churned a lot, but I, you know, I remember that, and it Good was exercise. boy, it was you the know, best butter. I might get rid of this old floppy thing under my for uh, my upper arm if mm-hmm. I was churning. If you more. were churning more. Yeah. But then I just eat more butter, and that ain't good. And it would just be a vicious cycle. I know. What it would be. I like it though. But some of that butter on real cornbread, real cornbread. Oh yes, hot, hot, hot from the oven. Yes, oh, ma'am. I can't believe we're talking about food like this. Uh, I need to eat too. I have not eaten enough today at all. I'm trying to think. I know I had lunch, but I can't remember what it was I had, because I had toast for breakfast. So I was hungry oh, for lunch. I was very bad today. I and was. I ate something, but I don't remember what. I had, all the leftover uh, spaghetti. That's what oh, I had. spaghetti. <laughs> I had uh, protein drink and one of those little Hershey's miniatures. Oh, man. And a cup of tea, and that's been it. That's right. So, you need to get you some yeah, So that's why I'm fantasizing cornbread, about. Though. I'm going to go home, I swear, and make some cornbread. I'm going to myself. You wait and see. I'm that's going right. To. So we're going to finish it all up with yeah. some cornbread. Yes, so we should finish the episode up and, and go home and get some cornbread. That's right, let everybody be hungry. So, y'all, when this comes out, and we're going to post it on, you know, social media, y'all, tell us what this conversation made you hungry for. Oh, yeah, I'd love to know that. Or did you have to immediately go get some cornbread, or did you make some beans, or... Did you eat some leftover spaghetti? What'd you do? Because we'd yeah. love to hear it. Or are you a dessert person? Mm. I'm not even... When I get really hungry, I want real food. Me too. But most of the, When I'm just craving something, I want chocolate. I want something out of, a, out of an oven, usually something baked. I tell you what, I want a piece of pie so bad I can hardly stand it. Uh-oh. But it's been too hot to bake pie. Mm-hmm. But I may, uh, I've got some little old frozen cherries from, uh, oh, yeah. I don't remember where from. I make, might make one of those rustic pies where you just roll out the pie dough and you put all the cherries and sugar and all mm-hmm. this stuff in the middle and then you just sort of fold the dough up a little bit. Make your make own little those. fruit pie. A, a rustic French pie. <laughs> Sounds very good to go with my French beans. Your French beans. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening to us today. We have been running on. We have, and it's been a good conversation. It has. Now I'm going to go home and cook. See, it's been a motivating conversation. Ah, motivation is good. I'm just motivated to lay down and take a nap in this way. I know. Well, that's dog days coming on. Dog days. Honestly, it's just, it's hard. What do you remember about dog days? That they were always hot. And hard. I was always hungry. And I couldn't eat enough watermelon and... 
People had tempers? Temp people had bad tempers. And they always said that that's when dogs would go mad. So we were always kind of side-eyeing mm -hmm. our dogs, like, you gonna go crazy this year? Is this it? Oh, well, maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. Well, and don't you go crazy either, and I'll talk to you soon, I'm I sure. Let's not go any crazier than we already know. Yeah, yeah. People, keep it, keep it real. Keep, keep it, it in the road if you can. And keep your hands washed. That's right. Wear a mask when you're out in public. Yep. Don't be, don't be dumb. <laughs> don't be a fool to yourself. That's right. And your friends That's and right. everybody else. Love and we'll talk to you soon. Love y'all. Thank you for spending your time with us here at Weird Mountain Gals. We sure do appreciate it. You know, I know time is the most important thing we have. So I promise that if you take your time to listen to us, we'll take our time to continue to be weird. Many thanks to Sunslice Records for all the help. We couldn't do it without you, Craig. Y'all, we couldn't have done any of this without Craig at Sunslice Records. We just want to say thanks. Check out our social media for information, community, or a few laughs. WYRD Mountain Gals.